Baby girl, won't you come and hold my hand? Won't you come and chill out with the Virgo? Hey girl, just come and hold my hand. Won't you come and just chill with the Virgo? Sipping on Merlot, you ain't gotta be my girl though. I dropped you off at Willoughby and Merlot. Smash with the Virgo, ain't got to take a shirt off. You see me convince your homegirl. Yo, yo, Ma. <laughs> hey, Ma. What's, What's up? up? All right. All right. I'm here. And we going to go. Uh-uh. I, I, I played. I just played you the drink. fuck out of camera. I drink. I drink. <laughs> you smoke. Me too. All good. And we going to get it hot tonight. get it hot tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love that What's little What's happening? Dance What's up? We're back. We're back, we're here, and we're just going to jump right into the icebreaker because... We're here, we're queer, and we're breaking the ice! <laughs> Happy pride to the ga- the girls and gays, you know? Right. We're not really queer, but I will say I'm demisexual, and that's technically <laughs> one of the letters on the motherfucking thing, so I may only be attracted to cisgendered men, but... That doesn't mean I'm not an ally and I'm on. I know that's right. I'm on the plus. I'm on the plus of the LGBTQIA plus. Okay. I was actually going to ask before we get into that icebreaker. So is it cool to say happy pride to like any, you know, like anyone? Like what are the. Well, honestly, this year feels different. I, for some reason, I feel like the people are saying happy pride to my gay friend. Mm-hmm. Happy that you're gay, friend. Right. Happy that you're comfortable being gay around me, friend. Yeah. I've been seeing that on the Internet, at least. Yes. I haven't. I haven't personally said happy pride to my gay friends. Right. Yet. That doesn't mean that I will not. But I just haven't really done it. See, just yet, for me, it's not. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like, I don't know if that's cool too. I actually don't know if it's cool to say that because I don't want to. It's almost like someone telling me happy black history. You know, like I want to know what is. No, we do. We say that to each other. Happy black. History. And white people do say happy black history, don't they? No, I have not y- been told. <laughs> happy black. They history. It, it'll be. Black be history. Yes, they might be not like, be like, black hi, <laughs> black person. Happy black. Yeah, you're right. right. They don't do that. So it just feels. But outright, I think, like, I think that pride. maybe not like. I think I wouldn't go up to like a flamboyant gay walking down the street and be like, oh, my God, happy pride. I don't think I would do that. But like to my personal gay friends, especially all these bitches that have girlfriends, y'all, y'all gay as fuck. Happy pride. What's happening? Right. OK. We got we got a couple gay ass friends living their gay ass best lives. Right. I, I, I would want them want them to feel like I'm happy for them to celebrate their mm-hmm. their pride. Right. So, yeah, I think that that's the answer. Okay. And is it wrong to just ask, like, which, do you want me to? <laughs> no, it's, I don't think it's wrong to Say ask. that, like, is it, would I be crossing a line if I, or like, no, can I, I actually, can I tell you, can I say happy pride? And if they're like, yeah, and I'm like, oh, great. Yeah, you know, you know just what? Kidding. Asking for consent is cool. It is. There we go. You're so mature. The fact that you even 
thought about asking for consent, I think really shows that you're a level above. I'm learning. I'm learning. You're learning. You're growing. Yeah. Period. It's tough. Well, I'm not going to ask for consent for my gay friends. I'm just going to go balls to the wall. Yeah. Wish them a happy pride. And then maybe after they accept it, I'll say, is that cool? (laughs) <laughs> that I did that. <laughs> okay great because like Shayna had me thinking uh maybe <laughs> I should ask for consent I should have asked first <laughs> yeah um okay so back cool, to what icebreaker. I was saying icebreaker you saved 30 thou for your wedding and you find out your fiance secretly spent it all what's your next move a End the engagement, but stay together. B, plot revenge. C, confront them, meaning it's on site, because what? Um, D, go to couples therapy. Very adult. Uh, E, break up. That's what the the read would suggest, E, to break up with him. But, um, you know, I'm going to say choose all that apply um definitely have to confront the person 100% my nigga pulls a stunt like this we're gonna talk about it it's confrontation season I feel I feel like you've played with my emotions and my heart at this point so now I have to that's my heart earned (laughs) and um with that I think would come some revenge definitely want um, the big payback. I want you to feel pain. I'm feeling pain. We all have to hurt together, really, on this one. I don't know that I could immediately go the high route with the therapy thing. Um, call off the wedding and stay with him? Oh, that is just so gross to consider that option. Right. Because um, now we're going to just. That what, just feels drag like I'm out. accepting. We're dragging it out even more. We're, we're calling it off so you can come up with another 30K to spend. <laughs> That's so weird. I think that we could go to couples therapy after, you know, I've confronted him and after I've made him pay. Um, we could go to therapy at that point and really get to the root of it. You know, like what was really going on with you psychologically that you would do such a thing and betray me in that way? But it's unclear as to whether or not we could stay together at that point. You know what I mean? Like that is just so dirty. Yeah. There's a bunch of things wrong with doing some shit like this. I mean, if you have the goal to spend money that we've been saving up for a wedding and being secretive about it and sneaky and not saying anything, huh? Only the universe knows how deep it will go when once we're actually in this thing for real. Like you're gonna right. be Ugh. really like fucking the things level up. of like, deceit and just ooh the yes deception. right like finance is one of those main reasons why a lot of marriages end and like why there's a lot of conflict in relationships we can't even get to the damn marriage if you doing shit like this right right so yeah it's definitely but also i'm asking the question how come you weren't seeing what was going on in that account you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like i'm wondering what the structure is of the relationship that you didn't even 
know that money was trickling out of an account that has both of y'all's money in it. Right. I mean, that, and I feel like a lot of partnerships, one or the other person is not the primary person paying the bills or whatever. Like, it's probably one one of the partners paying the bills. Mm-hmm. So I could, me personally, especially because I hate math and finances that, you know, I could see myself being the person that doesn't take a hands-on approach to paying our taxes or whatever. But like, what's not going to happen is you, you're not going to catch me off guard. No, no, no. I, I need to, I need to be able to log into the account just on my phone, check the balances. Like I check my own balances and see what's going on because Right. Ain't no way. I'm gonna be unless in the dark things on were the all good one day, and then the next day, like you it was ain't just even, gone. Right, right. Because there are the days where you know you don't check your account like that, and you just sure let some time I mean, I go by. I do actually have a savings account right now that I have not looked at in months. <laughs> like I don't know. I don't need to know. I mean, you know, I would assume that it's just sitting there. <laughs> That's where I right. left it. Shit. Right. <laughs> Right. So it could be a case like that where it's like I know we just have thirty thousand sitting in one account. It's yeah. just there. Why would I need to be really monitoring that? Yeah, that is how you could get fucked up out here, boy. Mm-hmm. But I'm a definitely. I feel like I'm learning a lesson. Am I learning a lesson to check those standing <laughs> accounts? Let me right. pull up my account. I would definitely go with E. You know, and probably something like that will will make me choose violence like wow you know so e is the only way at that point because but wait just like i said you could choose all all, all that apply like you you want to break up with him ultimately but do you want to confront him shana yeah Yeah, i'm gonna confront them you know and i'll probably confront them in couples therapy and break up like what yeah what is wrong with you like We'll need couples therapy if we don't want to choose violence. Because me by myself, that's just ridiculous. Mm. And then I want to know, what did you spend it on? Yeah. Because I feel like if it was something serious like medical bills, um, a massive tax lien, you know, like, th- like you know, certain there are certain things that I feel like are emergent situations. A massive tax lien. In which lien, case, you would tell me. A massive tax lien, like, I should I should have known about that for a while. You know yeah, what I mean? Well, like, a medical we, there's bill. There's a few reasons we yeah. have to break up with this person. But I can at least rationalize my man coming to me and be like, I fucked up with the IRS. And we have to cancel the wedding now. At least, you know, say it to my face, bitch. You know what I mean? Like, we might say still it with your up. chest. Yeah. But don't, don't. I feel like that would be one that you could actually come to me about. Something sneaky like this. You got a, you got a, you got an illegitimate child. You know, that's the type uh-huh. of activity with with doing shit like this. You got another bitch. You got another family. You have an illegitimate child. You're being blackmailed. Right. Things like that. That's why money secretly goes missing. You have a gambling addiction, a drug addiction, a sex addiction. You know what I mean? It's got to be something on the more taboo side, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Right. And in which case, I'm definitely breaking up with your ass. Yeah. I mean, drug addiction, maybe, I don't know. Do you need, do you, do you leave them if they have a drug addiction? I don't know. That's tough. That's tough. Oh, no. 
Do you leave abandon them? them? Leave them. Leave them. Because <laughs> <laughs> you Woo! know, you know. That's a tough one. With that one, there's there's no saving that. Now let me stop. You know, like it's just, it's you just gotta, tough. I got to break up with you and then you got to get well and maybe we could get back together later. Oof, even that. <laughs> it's just tough. You know, it like is. then. That kind of addiction is really a, it's a tricky one. Tricky. You know, the one thing that I've been thinking, though, during this whole conversation is that if it was a woman who had stolen all the money, you know, Mm -hmm. and ran off on a man. Oh, she'd be she'd be dead. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, we're thinking about all these things like, yeah, I would cuss his ass out. I'm going to knock him around a little bit, you know. I'm going to try to get him back, blah, blah, blah. It's like if if a cisgendered man was was the one betrayed by the woman, she's dead, period. I mean, I really believe that. Domestic violence is insane out here. Not to say that women ain't cutting up on these niggas because they are, but I just really feel like men have no tolerance for women who make mistakes or make bad choices. That is true. Like, there's no room for forgiveness ever to a woman. Oh, she's a whore. She's a liar. She's a slut. Yeah. Yeah. It's despicable. Some guys, some guys, you know, you there are a couple guys that women can walk over and i mean it's crazy that you got to call it that when they're forgiving and stuff like that but see look at that um, that's that's yeah. but that's exactly the point yeah the overwhelming majority is usually like if know, you're not to rough and tough towards your person and unforgiving and cold you might be called a bitch boy we're toxic yes. we're toxic as a people we need to look within because that is really crazy. I would hope that my man could see that, yes, I have a shopping addiction. It was wrong what I did. I feel <laughs> disgusting. I feel horrible. Please forgive me. And he might go to therapy with me and try to work through it. Like, I just really wanted that Birkin. Right. I could have spent it on one item. Woo, Literally. Right? That would like, just crazy. Didn't even... Ooh, anything you know the it. frugal mamiana in me could never have a shopping edition because <laughs> i could never pull the trigger on these things that i want it's like i just let them go out of stock it's crazy yeah um well that was a fascinating one it is wedding season this is a bit triggering for me because everyone is just so beautifully in love right now and i would hate to hear a story <laughs> like this from a person a loved one I mean, you've seen it. It's really wedding season. I feel like we've been witnessing quite a few weddings. Right. I mean, luckily, those weddings have been, you know, successful, successful and led by straight and narrow people. You know, like there have been no wild cards. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There have been no whispers like, "Mm, I can't believe that they get married. Right. But then again, like, you know, yeah, we're growing, we're glowing and. You know, hey, I think that this is only going to persist for like the next decade, probably just more and more people we know. We're really it's really that age. It is. 
It is. It's really that they're age. having just, babies. Just grab they're... a ticket, grab a ticket, and get in line because. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Get I can't this. wait till the good Lord call my number. <laughs> 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 we gonna be in the back pew, like <laughs> <laughs> waiting to hear my number, Lord. <laughs> oh goodness yes but the it is dmv called life it is wedding season and i love to see it i love to see the people just really you know courting like courtship it still exists it's does it's a beautiful it no thing. it doesn't shut up it's no, a beautiful thing to see for those that <laughs> have it you know those that have it lord i've seen what you've done for others right right i mean i think about like my newer friends in newer relationships and how that you know sprouted about like it definitely had a lot of courtship so that's true that's to I say about, it's out I there think about some of these newer relationships you're right that, but then also i would say what two out of three of those are gay so that goes to show the same sex have the right idea yeah yeah I also think about this one who actually just knowing, you know, a couple success Tinder tales, like for the Hitch dating app, like people really hitch. moving forward. Yes. Hinge, Hinge, not Hitch. My oh, Hinge. Uh, I was hinge. about to say, is that a new one? Is right, that a new right, one right, with right, a high right. success rate? You like put me on, but yeah, it's. Um, hitch, is, hitch is actually a cute hinge. name, obviously, like that movie. Like the movie. Yeah, it is cute. Yeah. But Hinge. <laughs> I feel like maybe Hitch is already taken. We should look L- at Hitch. Maybe literally, literally got to call Will Smith for this one. <laughs> but um, yeah, Hinge has been successful for some. Like I've seen, you know, I'm seeing engagements. Like it's, hey, I say get out there. <laughs> do what you need to what do. What say baby. you? Right. <laughs> what say you get out there and get on with your life? Right, right. Um, yeah. All right. Well, in any case, we're in what Gemini are you season. Gemini's out here doing. Um, I really don't know what they're up to, but you know, when in doubt, <laughs> <laughs> when in doubt, you've gotta scour the Do internet. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> on the internet trying to see, you know, if I could just get anything. Um. Check this out for air signs in general. So if you're a Libra and Aquarius, this too could apply um, to you as well. You will be receiving justice that could be in your favor. Take time to slow down. You're still going to win in the end. Those of you waiting on a financial breakthrough will be glad to discover it is here. Thank, Mm. right. Thank God in advance. Though I must emphasize that you think on your relationship to money and your finances, do you not have enough or do you manage it well? And if so, is that the lesson that's holding you back from reaching new heights? I must also say that all money is not good money. Beware of offers or opportunities that come with some rather uncomfortable strings attached. Unfortunately, there appears to be people who'd rather stab you in the back in your career or friendship. I can't believe this. Rather than cultivate what they have on their plate 
they rather uh, their plate they rather hate. Justice will prevail in this situation as well. It's wild because I'm feeling Shayna, like wait, wait, wait. Before you even say that, do you know who is a Gemini? Who? Johnny Depp. Wow, Justice. Justice. We're gonna get into that later. Justice. I have chills. I yeah. literally, I have chills. It's so on you the talked nose. About the, it's so on the nose. It talks about career, yeah. backstabbers. It talked about financial wins. It's really crazy because like, I just, this whole, this whole episode, obviously the tone is money. Like it right. <laughs> breeds to, I smell, like it's just all money. But like, this is crazy. Uh, too on the nose. But what were you about to say when I just jumped in? That was crazy. Um just how this is very accurate just like you know with just doing a lot of like working through the numbers like trying to like you know see what the rest of this year's budget is looking like like I just feel like there's been a lot of you know money matters like while not really thinking about justice per se for me but like yeah I don't really other fortunately yeah. fortunately I don't have to really consider that like the justice part of things <laughs> right, because right. life life is good but yeah. um but that question of do you not have enough or do you not manage it well like which ooh. one is it because there's an issue or there's something that well. you me know? and my gemini moon aren't right. managing it well right that's on period that's yo because we all have money and we make room for the things that we want like mm. everyone everyone has a ridiculous habit or something that they do not think twice about or think twice on when it comes to spending or whatever so of yeah course. but um yeah that's crazy so yes that's what's happening with the gemini and then some other things about the gemini just fun uh fun facts they say that the gemini's are good at being the trendsetters of the zodiac when you think about the gemini's in your life like can you relate like wow okay trendsetter i can see that yeah um when i think about I mean, yay you know like that's sure, certainly yes. a, a trendsetter yeah. and also i guess you know johnny depp in a way i mean he definitely had the white boys in a tizzy back in his <laughs> heyday i mean yeah. fashion wise like hair like culture style like the whole rock and roll li you know he owned one of the most popping nightclubs in la Right during that during that nineties period, so you yeah. know you might be onto something with the fashionable Gemini's. I I do think style when I think Gemini. Yeah, and we all know they won't hesitate to cut people off. Like that's a known fact. Mm -hmm. uh, they have the best comebacks, which I believe is true. Like the Gemini's that I know, sometimes they're like funny people, very quick and witty. Um. This interesting part, though, about Gemini's. Gemini's are lonely, even mm. surrounded, even surrounded by people. A Gemini can be so, so lonely because they long for emotional closeness and a deep mental connection. So they lose interest in people quickly because that connection, they don't really find that with a lot of people, which is why it's you know, easy for them to like cut people off or it's just, you know, they might feel lonely even though they have plenty friends. 
Wow, that's kind of sad. It is. It is. But I definitely, now that I have like this third eye open about my own Gemini tendencies, mm-hmm. so on the nose in so many ways. I say this every single time we talk about Gemini's. It's just really crazy how blind I was. Right. How, how you think you're so self-aware and then you unlock a new level. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, happy birthday to y'all. Little twinsy bitches. Right. Well, I guess now it's time for Nosy News. Yeah, so a few things. Um, (laughs) Not too much. Not too much. Um, I have to make an update about Young Thug because I feel like as an AT alien, it's my obligation to follow this trial with the same reverence and thoroughness as I follow Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. And um, yeah, he's in trouble. Like in real life, he's actually really in trouble. And Mm -hmm. while being home, I learned that he's actually probably guilty. (laughs) Which I, like, I, I am, I'm kid you guys. I'm so, kid you not. I really thought that it was something like, oh yeah, they're just trying to They're being ridiculous. You know, they're going to use rap lyrics to make up this whole thing about how he runs a gang. Yeah, right. Thug couldn't possibly run a gang. That's just, you know, I'm really thinking all this. Like, he's going to get off. It's no pressure. Like, this is just a mix up. He'll get out on bail, blah, blah, blah. Then it's like, why are they why are they revoking his bail? Like, that was the first kind of red flag where I was like, well, that like that's a bit harsh, whatever. And then I'm home this weekend in Atlanta and all the guys and girls are like, no, Sydney, where have you been? Like, he's out here ordering hits on people. They're like, oh, remember when Wayne's tour bus got shot up? Yeah, that was thug. Like, oh, yeah, he shot he shot at so-and-so's baby mom and he had so-and-so stabbed in jail. Like, all these things are, like, coming out that everyone... Everyone is just parading around like they knew. I think y'all did not know that. Y'all are learning that now and you're trying to pretend like you've been knowing that. But in any case, yeah, bro. And then I saw today a clip of his ex-fiance saying that, you know, she spoke to him and he's in good spirits. But the one quote that I did pull out was she said, you know, I think he's learning a lot of lessons right now. And. You know, that could mean a many that could mean many things, but the way the streets is talking, like he been out here doing a thing or two, I feel like the lessons he's learning is Hello, don't commit crimes, okay? <laughs> right. <laughs> you fucked up now, buddy. You yeah. know what I mean? He's learning those tough lessons, which I I you know, that makes me nervous because I really do think that they're about to throw the book at his ass. If they really have some good evidence. But then I was listening to some of the lyrics, girl. Oh, my God. They had me. I was in such a wormhole. I was sitting at my homegirl's house. Of course you were. We're pulling up the lyrics on the song and reading them and just being like, yo, this is insane. He says stuff like, I wear the dress because I got the Thule on me. This nigga is walking around with an AK-47 under his skirt. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. This is a you criminal. Really, you really want to unpack that. I really, I mean, it was just, that was only that. That's just the tip of the iceberg. I mean, he just, he just really lays it all out there. So, I don't know. He might be fucked up out here. I don't, maybe Gunna is too. I just, I knew that that was some shocking information I learned this weekend. And I just, you know, these niggas, they gonna learn one day. All right, moving on. Right. Oh, but also he's evidently in good spirits. So, you know, yay for mental health. Hopefully he really is. But, you know, don't do crime, kids. You in the rap game too? You getting good rap money? You just greedy. You just greedy out here doing crime. All nice. right. Um, Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey broke up. The girls were upset. In a tizzy. <laughs> about this. Yes. In a tizzy about this breakup. Yes. I truly could have cared less. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah they broke up and everyone was like they were just so perfect and i kept saying to people like but how do you know they were so perfect we never even heard them speak together we never saw them in one single interview we we literally just saw really cute instagram pictures from two independently gorgeous people obvious they're models right there's they're literally models of course they look good together what do you mean Right. And then somebody was like, well, you know, he wrote really sweet captions. Kill me. If that's the bar, the bar is on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The bar is under the baseboards because yeah. what? Yeah. That's they broke up. Okay. We don't know them niggas. We have no idea if they were even able to hold a conversation. We They're just... 10 years apart. They're a decade apart. All right. Mm. They're in different places. And they're saying now that she said. She's young. Honestly, she probably didn't have shit to talk about. The first thing I'm even thinking is, you know, well, another one for the books, Lori, because you know her roster was crazy. Like she's had a wonderful. <laughs> Listen, Lori is doing. <laughs> she understanding the assignment. All right, <laughs> she's getting a sample of all of that. A she'll sample. she'll probably pop out with a little white boy next. She's gonna get on her Zendaya shit because yeah. Lori I wouldn't said, be I wouldn't be surprised if Lori, as an adult, becomes some huge like popular relationship guru icon like her father, <laughs> like Steve Harvey, because yeah. you know but I think she's gonna do like her mom and marry somebody much older when she's ready. I think that she'll bag her like some sort of like billionaire, maybe like Rihanna's ex, that like Persian nigga. Mm. I could see her settling down with somebody like that and just really being kept after that. <laughs> right. But I think for now, she's having a great time. She's hitting nothing but slam dunks. Mm-hmm. She has not taken an L yet, truly. I mean, I don't know how she dodged taking an L from future. She right. could have ended up pregnant and alone. <laughs> Fucking with that <laughs> nigga. But she slid right out of there and had him his panties in a wad. All right. Right. Um, she had it yeah, under well, control. For those who think Michael B. Jordan is the one for them, he's looking for something more serious, ladies. You know, he's looking to settle down. He's not out here trying to play games and be. Is that club, what? Is so. that what? It, what it was about? That's what they're saying. That she just want to mm. have fun, and he was on, he was in a different place. So wow. what are the place he was in? That's the and that's interesting because they usually say like Aquarian men they typically it's tough for them to actually 
settle settle down. down. So, you know, when you're at the point where you're ready, you know, like, you ready because you're hard to, you're hard to keep. Right. Otherwise. Um, Good luck. May the best woman win. He's not really my type, so this isn't really, it's neither here nor there for me. He's a um, fine specimen to. Oh, there's at. no denying he's beautiful, you know, but just like the supermodel type is just not my bag. Like, I can admire their beauty like a work of art, but not want to mm-hmm. fuck them. Yeah. But I guess if I did fuck a nigga that looked like Michael B. Jordan, I'm not going to say no, no, hey, no way. You are not my type. You wouldn't say that. You, you know, are. I don't usually. I could totally see you saying to a nigga like Michael B. Like, I don't usually go for guys like. I you, think that I would have to tell him that. Yeah, to check him, humble him. To humble. You're him. not really the type that I go for. But, <laughs> you know something about our chemistry, <laughs> niggas. Yeah. Um. Last but not least, I just have to touch on the fact that Johnny Depp won his trial. We never got to talk about this. Mm. Um. Yeah, the nigga. St- I don't. I'm stuttering. It's just. It's just really crazy. Have you followed the case at all, Johnny Depp, Amber Heard? I haven't. So what you'll say is, you know, it'll be mostly news to me. So. Well, in short, because everyone has heard about this by now, but I just still have to share. Johnny Depp sued his ex-wife because she was out here saying that he was abusive towards her and then she sued him back saying because you said that I lied then I was got a bunch of negative tweets and negative content about me which caused me to lose work so I'm gonna sue you back for even more than you're suing me for to make up for the fact that I lost work because you called me a liar basically and sued me so they was in court for like a fucking month like we was hearing all their business every single day eight hours a day like we was literally in their business okay there are things about their relationship the dirtiest secrets of the dark the darkest corners okay of the darkest relationships was just put on the internet which i think is bananas right to do (laughs) But here we are, you know, the half the first part of the trial was just like, this is just way too white for me. Like, I cannot believe this. But then the closer it got to the verdict and the longer it went on, the more sucked in I got to the point where I was like listening to it in my headphones throughout the day like a psychopath. But yeah, so my opinion on it there was obviously it's a very polarizing topic a lot of people said of course they're siding with amber heard because she was abused she is a victim like we must protect her at all costs or whatever and then other people were saying like nah she's a liar and johnny is completely innocent and then me and a few other people was on a third opinion saying they're both abusive and they're both bitches and they're both liars and fuck her for lying because it's still fuck white women till the day I die and because there is a legal legal technicality that she broke which was when they had this court case previously about a similar topic she wasn't supposed to say x y and z or something like that and then also 
she made up a bunch of shit like saying that he pushed Kate Moss downstairs. She lied a lot. She lied. She photoshopped photos. She did weird shit. And she's on recording for like admitting to hitting him, like apologizing for having hit him and stuff like that. He's has all his hospital records from like shit. You know what I mean? It's a lot. Every both of them were horrible. She has recordings of him calling her crazy names and writing the most heinous text messages. I mean, some of the most disturbing text messages I've ever seen crafted by a human being came from Johnny Depp to that woman. Mm. And I, and I feel like that's wrong too. You know what I mean? Like the things that he did were fucked up. I think they were both fucked up, but just Amber Heard is just a lying white woman playing victim, trying to use me Too movement for clout and money and popularity and it's just really gross and i just can't get with that yeah i just don't even fuck with that so i was happy that she lost because ultimately i felt like they both lost i'm still looking at johnny depp sideways and i'm sure a lot of people are like bro you definitely was high as fuck you was in some dark places doing some weird fucking dark fucked up shit but she was right there with you doing drugs having her sister living off of you living Mm -hmm. off of you you know doing all the shit taking advantage of the whole scenario staying with him for years not to say it's easy to get out of a toxic relationship but just pointing that out it's not like this was a six month fucking relationship Mm -hmm. it's all bad and they were a bad combo astrologically as well Taurus and Gemini Taurus woman Gemini male so you know it was never meant to be and we got all up in their business whoever would elect to have their trial on the internet you're crazy as hell like you just really didn't know what would come up like you didn't think that it would get to this level you know what i mean like meaning the person who agrees to this because once you agree to that it's all out it's free game it's all out there and then you go up there and lose you know she was sick boy yeah that's out of control she has to pay him 15 million dollars but her attorney says she ain't got it you know that's not gonna happen she will be appealing she ain't got it baby i'm broke baby I'm broke, baby. (laughs) Hey, she's broke and she's getting fired from everything. But I think Johnny Depp is about to come back. Unfortunately, I mean, white white men gonna prevail usually. Um, even if they are toxic as fuck, I think they're both toxic. That's the thing. I think they're both toxic. But it's just something about that white woman lying and just those white woman tears and that victimization and that like manipulation it's just it's really giving it's giving it's just like it's giving the little boy who cried wolf like after so many times yeah it's just horrible and they talk about how this is a blow to you know women's women everywhere real victims who are scared to come out you're right It, it it is a blow because white women lie that is fucked up to do that like why would you ever try to get count excuse me why would you ever try to get clout off the aclu and the me too movement bro no that's totally ridiculous 
So hopefully they both learn valuable lessons from this. Um, shit's crazy. White people going white, you know, in conclusion. White people going white. And I don't know. Moments like this, I be feeling so racist because I just do not fuck with these white people and these white women. Like, it's really crazy how... Mm-hmm. There's so many of them that are just really fucked up. There's a select few white women that I love and I appreciate and protect and care about, but the numbers are just so astronomically small. <laughs> like, it's just so few white women that I can get with. Yeah. Compared to all the black people that I love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which are which are like all of them. Right. <laughs> So, in any case, that's that on that. That's all I have. This is just a brand new episode. This is a loaded episode. Long, extra long, motherfucker. Right. We're bringing another new kind of format to the forefront. And our two cents segment, we're actually getting two cents from other people. You know what I mean? Yeah. You've gotten a lot of our opinions through the years. Because y'all matter, and- you know? <laughs> Period. And we just want to hear from some new voices, our our friends, some new friends. And with that being said, we have a special guest this week and we hope you enjoy. Two cents, a two cents, two cents, a two cents, let me hear you now. Do I sound sick? I feel like that was a struggle for me, but that's fine. We're back. Two cents is back and... I'm excited that we actually have a guest. We haven't had a guest on the show in a good long while. Yeah. She's a friend of the show. Everyone give it up for Chantal. Yay! Welcome back, Chantal. It's been for yeah, a, a quick minute. I was asking Shana, like, so what platform are we using? I know it's been a while. Yeah, yeah right. right? Um, so, well, if you guys don't remember, Chantal's in Aries. I know we're in Gemini season, but just thought that you guys should, like, you know, get that quick reminder. Right. Yeah. And um, I'm excited to have you on today because we're talking about something that's, like, really important to all of us. We're kind of, like, in that that space where the adulting is really kicking in. And we're getting more serious about things that we consider priorities. You know, it's not really about the moment. And we're starting to do like a little bit of future planning, thinking about years down the road. And so we kind of wanted to have you on to talk about money, finances, how we save money, how we value money, what our priorities are around spending. Yeah. And especially since you just made a huge transition packing up your whole life and relocating. That's no easy feat. And it's definitely not cheap. I hope that you did get some reload from your, your deal with work. But either way, you know, that's a huge expense to set up a new place, you know, new car insurance, like even, you know, things as small as that. So yeah, we wanted to talk to you about that. Shana, you want to ask the first question? Okay, so just to get started, what is financial freedom to you? Ooh, my favorite question. All right. So financial freedom, I mean, I could write a whole book about this, but 
to me, it's just full time, full control of time and my money. Like if, if I'm financially free, like I have to make sure that no boss is like, you know, controlling my time, like at all. Like I'm my own boss. Like, you know, I like make my own schedule every single day. Right. At the end of the day, if we're still working for someone else, there's no, there's no control of our time completely. Right. So financial freedom to me, like just with like a simple, a simple answer would be that, like, I just want to make sure that I don't, you know, like for instance, like, you know, eventually I do want to become a mom. Right. And my goal is to not have to work for anyone else because I know for a fact that once the baby is born, like that's like the most crucial time, you know, for us to be with our kids. Yes. There's maternity leave, but is 90 days like good enough? Like not really. Like actually after 90 days, like your child needs you the most. Like, I don't right. want to have, like with a daycare, like, you know, they I want sleeping for six weeks. We now they now they awake. Yeah. Oh shit. Listen, <laughs> I hear I hear parents over here talking about after five years they can find they feel free that they can actually go outside again. So that's crazy. It, right? it varies. It, it, yeah. 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 So I don't want a daycare to raise my kids. You know, I, I wanna be able to have that every single moment with my child, you know? So financial freedom really is just, yeah, full control of my time and full control of my money. Like, I don't want to, like money really helps you with choices, right? Like if you don't have enough money, like, let's be honest, like, yeah, you could hit the credit, but eventually you got to pay the, the credit card. We'll be calling you, you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, so that's what financial freedom mean to me. I'm not going to like, you know, I know you guys have more questions for me, but yeah. No, that's, but you, you raise a good point about time because yeah, you can think about time in my answer, but that really is the thing because time is money. If we're really doing this type of equation, like time is the most valuable Mm -hmm. thing that we have. And so to have control over how you spend your time is incredibly valuable I was thinking more like a dollar amount like what is financial freedom like probably enough dollars to oh I could answer that too my current debt and you know cover all my current expenses at that time and still be able to come and go as I please like that might have been my answer but that I wasn't accounting for the fact that like I would I might still be clocking in to somebody else's you know, job or whatever, I'm still on somebody else's time. I still have to request time off or whatever the case may be. So that's real. Yeah, I really feel like y'all covered it all. So I'm not going to go in and repeat anything. But (laughs) I will say like, that time aspect is really key. Because in a lot of ways, like, everyone's saying the same saying the same thing but they're just all getting it out differently because ultimately you always hear people saying like I don't want to work a full day like I want to be able to like come in in the morning do what I need to do for a few hours then go on about my day and and run my errands and stuff like that that all still relates to the idea of time and like being able to like have that time for yourself so Mm -hmm. love that okay so do you think you live inside or outside of your means Shayna and I were having a very good conversation about this recently. And so I'm asking everybody now. Yeah, I think I'm more of the inside my means. Because if that was the case, like, all right, so I just moved to California, right? And seven years ago, 
I created a dream to move to California. Like seven years ago was my first time in California. And I knew for a fact that this is where I'm going to be living. Like, this is my place. Like, all right. So I could have made the decision and just got up and moved right then and there on that entrepreneurship shit, right? Like if I need to be living in my car, why not? If I want to like, you know, like do whatever it takes. But at the same time, I was like, you know what? Like I'm going to live in my means for a little bit and like figure out like exactly what like the things that I need to take care of I knew for a fact I needed to raise my income like double it which I did so I manifested that and you know and then I was like you know what 2023 I'm gonna be in California and then last year I was like wow like you know I'm in a better position than I was before I did double my income right so that was like the ultimate goal before moving and I was like all right I'm ready like I don't need to wait you know until 2023 so Honestly, I wish I could like literally like be traveling right now. I would love to travel as much as I can, but that's going to be living outside of my means. Like I need to, you know, finish getting out of debt. It's funny. I told Shayna by the end of last year, I want to owe no one like n- nothing, like not even a penny. And then the moment I moved to California, you know, Things took a little bit of a back turn, but it's fine because if you're building a life, you know, for yourself and you want to, you know, lead others and influence others and and you want to like make a difference in the world, life is going to test you. And it can't be like a smooth sailing, like, you know, like, like a roller coaster is like, if, if you have like huge goals in life, it, your life is going to feel like a roller coaster because if you're going to impact and change lives, you have to go through certain things. So that way you can have the fruit on a tree to be able to teach that to someone. I don't want anyone teaching me anything and I don't have the fruit on a tree for, for what I want. Right. So I want to be able to set an example. So, yeah. And I know for a fact, I'll be out of debt this year, but you know, so yeah, I'm definitely living below my means with certain things like, you know, how I'm like spending, you know, money on groceries or, you know, it's, it's San Diego, right? There's always stuff going on in Cali. There's always like events going on, right? All right. So the the question that I always ask myself is, yes, I'm still going to go out and have fun and have like a work-life balance and build a life for myself on the side. But at the same time, before every decision that I make, I always say, is this going to take me one step closer to my goal? Or is it going to take me like five steps back? Uh. And if it's going to take me five steps back, then I make that decision. Is it worth it? Yeah. (laughs) Is it it worth it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So learning how to say no really helps, helps me live like, you know, inside of my means instead of out. So I would say for the most part, I am. Um, you know, we're all not perfect, but I just feel like if you're coming from a good place and you know what you want and and you have goals and, and you're, and you know how to say no, like you will have no issues. Like without a doubt, you will accomplish. That's the fucking problem that you're so different (laughs) from me because I'm, I'm only just now getting used to saying no, or getting in the vibe of saying, turning down things like prime example Shana and I were talking about going on a trip and, you know, she had a few top priority places 
And I said, you know, I had my own, I had my own like places that I'd be willing to go or interested in going, but I, I knew that a place on her list, I couldn't swing it. Like financially, I couldn't make that work. Mm-hmm. Past In past years, I would have really tried to like break my neck, right? Like I would try to <laughs> do whatever to make it work to go to the place that she wanted to go to. But I had to say no, like that. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> so proud of myself for actually doing that, even though like I felt the FOMO creeping up from my knees. I felt it, you know, coming in, <laughs> just like, oh, she's gonna have so much fun, and like everyone else is gonna go, and I'm not gonna be there. All those feelings came, but at the end of the day, I knew that that would not be a, a smart financial decision for me to do that, and. You know, I can't, I can't do everything. I can't, I have to, you know, sit out some things, but you're really, your answers are setting up these next questions. Right. Okay. So what does delaying gratification mean to you? Oh, super easy. I mean, an immediate pleasure, right? Like all your friends are going on a trip. You delayed gratification, Sydney. Like you could have been like, I'm coming like I I could just, you know, stay here and and, you know, do what I do on my, you know, day to day basis or whatever. But you realize like, you know what? I don't really got it right now. Like this money can be used mm-hmm. for, for, for my growth and whatnot or whatever you needed your money for. Like you delayed gratification, you know, so it's not like basically realizing that immediate pleasure and rejecting it because you know rejecting it is gonna be worth it in the end Mm -hmm. so for instance my first time here was in California and I could have not delayed gratification I could have just been like I'm with Shayna like I'm gonna move just like Shayna did but there are certain things that I needed to take care of first my story is different from hers right so there's certain things I needed to take care of first And so I delayed for seven years Mm -hmm. and I know most people don't do that, you know? Um, So yeah. So delaying gratification is really just like learn again, learning how to say no. (laughs) So my, my thing with that, like, like you pointed out, you know, making the decision to say no to a particular trip because I'm working towards something else. Like that is a good example, but I definitely feel like I, have balance with that like I'm saying yes to things too you know like I it was like I'm not gonna go to Asia but I'll go to Europe you know what I mean it's like it's like finding the balance in order to be able to still get what you want in the moment but still make a smart decision for whatever you're working towards yeah same yep I'm wondering if you if how you're finding that balance with it like what are the things that you prioritize over others that you're like okay I'm willing to do this but I'm gonna have to sit something else like this out until later time Mm -hmm. um I mean it depends on you know again what you're working towards and what your goals are to me I just feel like you have to think about the same question that I mentioned earlier, like, is this gonna give it's is this gonna take you one step closer to your goal or five steps back, right? And me going to dinner with with Shane and Carrie, obviously, it's not gonna take me five steps back. But I but in my mind, I'm like, 
you know, I have three business prospects that I need to have a meeting with and it's going to help me retire a lot sooner from my job. Right. So I think I'll just like delay that for a bit and then I'll meet Carrie and, you know, Shane at another time. Cause you know, Carrie is like always going to be friends. She's basically family to Shana. Right. So, so yeah, I just feel like it just depends on, you know, what your, your weekly schedule is and, and what you're working towards. Give really an example depends. of something that you didn't delay gratification. Like you were like, all right, this is worth it. I'm going for it. Like, you know, this is, this is worth me doing it now. This is worth the trip. This is worth the expense or whatever. Ooh. Damn, I guess I'm really good at doing gratification. See, that's what that's my whole thing. Like you you gotta have balance in it. <laughs> yeah. So one thing about me, I don't delay gratification much, but the one thing that I have delayed gratification on is my place of living. I would love to live elsewhere but I have decided not to. And that part, you know, it could be challenging coming from someone who cho- who doesn't all typically delay gratification. But, you know, I know that the benefits, it's gonna, you know, it's going to be great at the end. And then I just remember being a kid and we did a lot of delaying gratification growing up because we ain't had no money. So we relied on allowance to do many things. If I wanted a new phone, delaying gratification meant saving up all the cash to get that phone instead of it being on my AT&T next plan. Now I'm forever for a phone. Do you, yeah. do you think that because you grew up like having to delay gratification that you kind of was like I ain't doing that no like as an adult do you think that you leaned in more to just getting things as soon as you want them yeah I think so I think that being told no when you've grown up or like Jordans and things like that that people weren't giving you and now you're like I'm in a place to have all those things and more yes it played a big role on how I like how I move now even traveling like again Delaying gratification, like definitely useful for sure. But if having a new experience, learning about new cultures and things like that, if that's a priority for you, you're not going to really see it as something. It's no longer, a, you know, it's more than just a good time. So it means more to you just because you haven't like had that when you were growing up. So yeah, a lot of it does go back to the childhood. Good point. Yeah, great questions. All right, hit her with the next one, Shayna. So what are you saving for? Like a lot of us, you know, we've got savings and they've, we've always been told the importance of it, but we also know the older we get, there's just so many rules now when it comes to saving and what you should do, what you shouldn't do and just stuff like that. I'm curious to know, like, what are you saving for? Yeah, and you've also mentioned a lot on this call, like your goals. Like, what are you saving for? Slash, what are those goals that you've mentioned? Oh, these are great questions, man. I love it. <laughs> it. First of all, let me just start with this. Everybody always like have their own way of like success and like defining success and like how much you should save and what you shouldn't do and blah 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 blah. Like, it's your money. It's your life. Like, again, so for me, one of the things that I do want to do is open up a chain of dance studios. Like, dancing is my passion. 
Um, oh my goodness. Uh, I don't really, I don't really flaunt it too much. Like it, it's more like, you know, when I don't want to think about anything, I just dance. Like modern is like my thing. So um, I do want to be able to give back and like just really allow people to, you know, enjoy, you know, being in my dance studio. And like, I want to make it like this whole like thing where people can just come anytime that they want or whatever, depending on the, depending on the location, whatever. So that's actually one of the things that I do want to do. And honestly, saving is just important because, all right, I know like we're supposed to think positive all the time, but you also want to like build your well before you need it (laughs) kind of thing. And I know California, you know, where we have earthquakes or I live by the beach. I'm not saying like, you know, there's going to be a tsunami, but you just really want to just, <laughs> right. just want to be prepared. Like you, you want to build your well before you're thirsty. So depending. Uh, say that one again. Wait, wait, wait. Run. Build your well. <laughs> louder, louder. For the people <laughs> you want to do that. So again, it goes back to your goals. Like what is it that you're reaching for? And I know one of the things that I do want to do is open up a a chain of dance studios. So, yeah. um, Plus, I just really just want to travel. It's not cheap, especially right now. Like, I for some reason they're raising like flight prices. I don't know if it's because of COVID, but it's crazy. Girl, they play with the prices right now. Yeah, it's crazy. They really, they really (laughs) trying to get reparations for what they lost during the whole. That's exactly what it is. I'm so flabbergasted that it's gonna cost me a thousand dollars to get to LA next month. (laughs) Um, so chain of dance studios. Um, I told you guys I do eventually want to be a mom. Kids are not cheap (laughs) at all. Um, so I'm saving for that. I also do want a golden retriever. Dogs are not cheap either. (laughs) So there's just there's like little things that are like piling up that I'm like, all right, I do definitely want to make sure like I constantly have money put to the side. And that's another thing when you're saving, you you got to live below your means because again, like if you're putting your money to the side and then, all right, you're learning how to not say no. And then you're digging in your savings and now everything is delayed because you're di- See, digging. That's, what, that's my issue. Right. All right. Last question. Are you comfortable making more than your partner? Why or why not? Are you comfortable making more than your partner? Like, oh, like if you're in a relationship, Salary. I'm like, yeah, business. I'm like, oh no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> we switch, we switched partner. it up on you. We switched, you switched it up on you. It up. Okay, like, hold on, what? <laughs> Um, okay, you guys are hitting me with with a personal. Let me think about this. Am I comfortable? Yeah, yeah, I am comfortable. I mean, (laughs) yeah, the way you said, I I know why you guys just knowing, knowing what I know about you, and the way you just say, yeah, just made me laugh inside because I'm like, girl, (laughs) you're probably asking me that because ego will really make you uncomfortable, right? So I feel like if my partner is comfortable with me making more money than them, then yes, I am comfortable. But if he's not comfortable with me making more money than him, then yes, I am going to be uncomfortable because now like it's an issue. 
It's an issue. It's an issue. You made it an issue. Yeah, you made it an issue. And so now I'm uncomfortable because you got your ego in it and it seems like you're insecure, right? So I just feel like it shouldn't matter um, who's making more money. I just feel like it should just really depend on what your lifestyle is like together, right? Like, I just feel like if you guys can agree on that and and what you're both comfortable with, then then it should be fine. So when you asked me that, yeah. I really had to think about it because I'm like, the only reason why I would be uncomfortable is because he would be. But honestly, mm-hmm. I would love for him to make more money. I don't mind. Of course. <laughs> Listen, I at the end mind. of the day. <laughs> I'd rather him make way more than me. That's a message. Yeah. Right. Mm, this has yeah. been so good well, it's so illuminating so good and guys we hope you got a lot from it because yeah we didn't mention this before but each month we'll be coming in the two cents with a a different theme and yeah so the next topic will be something along the lines of finance as well but just like a different different thing so i'm excited this was really good yeah, this was Good. fun. Thanks for having me, girl. Yes, enjoy the rest yeah. of your day, your holiday day. Uh, right back at y'all. Okay, well, moving right along, would you like to intro the horror story so I can get us together? Yes! Tell us, tell wow. us a little bit this about what This is a real doing. treat, guys. This is a real treat <laughs> for you all. Right. We're introducing a new segment. Yay! Yes, we are introducing a new segment that um, something that Shayna has been working on, you know, you know, quietly in the back. (laughs) And it's called Horror Stories. Um, You know, we really got to get creative with sharing people's, you know, I'm saying people's experiences because they're all unique. And we we stay in other people's business anyway, yes. so might might as well might as well, right? Okay. So what do you got for us today? Okay, so check out these. I think it's like a one in the same type of story, but just like two parts. It's so. I used to live in one country and now live in another. It was an accidental relocation due to COVID. The night before I left, I hung out with some friends and things were safe enough that we could go out to bars and stuff. I got pretty drunk. I'd had flirtation going on with someone for a couple months and I ended up drunkenly blowing him in in an alleyway. I woke up the next morning still drunk and almost missed my plane, which in hindsight would not have been the worst thing. Mm. So this piece. She was ready to <laughs> miss a flight, baby. Right. She was like, listen, that little alleyway work was well worth it. Um, okay. I was dating this guy for a little while and invited him to go on a road trip with me to a place I'd always wanted to go. It was early on when we were talking, so there was a lot I didn't know about him. But our physical chemistry was very intense. But good Lord, it was like dating two people sometimes. Hot and cold. Giving and then cruel. Present and then insane. I sympathized with him on that level, but I thought he was getting real help with his issues, and he wasn't. But at the same time, I didn't really know him well enough to know 
that's how he was. And I'd never traveled with a romantic partner before. So on this trip, we were in the middle of nowhere and we were going at it. And then he disassociated from reality while inside me. So, so we stopped immediately and he had a full on psychotic episode. Could not tell night from day. Didn't know what was real or not. I was so scared because I didn't know if he was going to hurt me or himself, but I had to calm down and get him to call his support network, which was hard because we didn't have consistent cell service. I had that. I had that fear stuck in my body for weeks afterward. When we, when we finally broke up a few months later, after he put me through emotional hell, I felt relief after the initial sadness had passed as if fog had lifted the end. Crazy. Right. He disassociated and had a psychotic episode. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Do you break up with him? I don't know. Like, that's crazy. If we just started talking, I don't know if I can go on this journey with you. Wow. That is crazy. Does that make me fucked up? I don't think so. Right. I have to protect myself. I got, I got to take care of me. Right. That's, that's a, that's a huge responsibility, you know, Right. to be like dating someone you've got to really, you know, if that's something that you decide hey, it's up to everyone. Like you are, you do what you want to do. You do what floats your boat. But I, I can see how difficult that could be. That's like a lot of responsibility and it takes a lot of patience to deal with someone, um, that is dealing with that. You're hot and you're cold. You're yes and you're no. You're him and you're not while not while he's inside you. I really wasn't even. I wasn't expecting that term. I don't know what's worse. Is it worse for someone to? Okay, let's talk about a couple bad sex scenarios and see what's worse. Is it worse for someone to disassociate while their dick is literally inside of you and then start to go into a psychotic episode? which could quite possibly be violent. We don't know what that entails. Breaking things, you know, could get crazy. Yeah, right. Or is it worse to have someone die inside of you? That has happened to people. I guess that would be pretty bad. That would be pretty bad. That might be the worst. (laughs) Or or would it be... um, Micropeen, bring the micropeen up against, up right. against, up against these death, the heavy hitters, up against death and psychotic. Uh, yeah, I think I really think that death trumps them all, honestly. But, um, <laughs> Someone died inside of you, literally. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, right. that's probably definitely the worst. But I would say the second worst is that would really take on a whole new meaning of like niggas dying in the pussy you know like uh, it's absolutely yeah that's really crazy it is what about this for a second though micro peen for a second because what bro you are just <laughs> sloshing something on the outside of my vagina it's just the little you know a little tickle, tickle, tickle. Like a finger, kind of. Right. 
<laughs> I think even a finger probably has more depth. Oh, gosh. Fingers just don't have girth, you know? We got that middle finger is long. Yeah, I could see how tough a that would be. A micro is literally one digit. I could see Woo! how that would be, that's, that could be really like so disappointing. Especially if they're like good at getting I, I, you We've talked up. about this before. We've talked about this before, but I just have to say it again. You gotta give consent on that one. All right. You need to be <laughs> upfront about that one because what you're not gonna do is get me naked and get me in the bed and then and get slide you and your get dick you worked on the up of my- and get you worked up and, and then that's you what just you're like- not gonna do. That's what you're not gonna do. That's rude. Also, I feel like you should wear a strap. (laughs) (laughs) You should wear a strap. You should wear a strap that has like a vibrator on the dick side of it. So you can just. Not on the dick side. (laughs) (laughs) I want him to have pleasure, but I got to. Not from me, nigga. (laughs) I got to put me first. Okay. At least you know. Um, at least you know if you ever wanted to give him head, like you could really deep throat that. I was getting some head, getting getting. Some. You'd probably be feeling like you could trust I'd him. I'd probably be like, you, you would probably that would probably <laughs> be the type of nigga that you would let hold your head because you Ooh, won't, you know you won't and be nothing hurt. is happening. If anything, my nose would be most affected, being pressed into <laughs> the pubic bone. <laughs> Yo, that is crazy. I'd be on that shit like. <laughs> <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> A little whistle on that dick. That's crazy. All right. Well, you know what I think about that below the whistle? You know what I mean? Obviously, he's, he's talking about phallic things. With oh, really? You don't even give head like that. I don't even listen to it enough. Like, I feel like I've listened to that song enough and didn't even realize that. I mean, the just just think about it. Below no, no, whistle. for sure. For sure. I go on and on. Like, can't understand how I last so long. I can hear it. You know, now it's like, wow, it makes so much sense. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was I singing before? Because I knew right. all the words. In but eighth I, grade. It's like, crazy how you sing these things and nothing really registers until you're like. Right. really really present like paying attention i didn't hear the dirty version of 50 cent in the club for years I, you know it, it, i mean i was fully grown i was in college probably when i heard the unedited version of in the club and when i heard the things that he was saying i was like what this is happy birthday what is happening like right yeah. Well, we know if anyone's gonna be on some other shit, it'll be fifty for the fifty cent. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Anyway. Right. Well, that was a really tantalizing story. Um, the real genesis of this, which Shayna is probably not gonna mention, is the fact that Shayna, you know, she listens to erotica, and so. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I really thought. I truly thought you were going to be like the Genesis is from Wednesday horoscopes and how we no, wanted to no, tie no. that in. I mean, this we bitch, tied that in. Yeah, yeah. We bitch, tied that like, in, but that wasn't the Genesis, baby girl. Okay. 
Shayna yes. be listening to them stories and you know I get it and I'm a podcast we're we're both podcast hosts and we're both podcast listeners I understand <laughs> how the storytelling can be sen- you know sensational if you will <laughs> So we're just going to bring a little, you know, ambient vibe to the podcast, period. Right. A little something, something. But yeah, nah. Honestly, comment below because I know I'm not the only one that be out here listening to erotica and and reading it. I especially love to read it because, you know, it's all me, baby. Imagination just just runs wild. Right. Exactly. That is so beautiful. Keep Mm -hmm. that is flowing baby right right and i'm about to implement it into the bedroom and actually start reading it you know to see what that together does. right like me but me reading it aloud like <laughs> oh whoa i want to see what i think that that is going to take things to an explosive level <laughs> I really, I really want nothing but the best for you. Please report back <laughs> immediately following the, the reading session. Wait, I'm dead. Um, yes. You know what? You could probably find like an erotic Facebook group that like does this. I feel like right. there's probably a very niche community that likes not to a, read to not each a community. other. <laughs> <laughs> People like, you could join that community and really like get into it. Right. right. Have group readings, perhaps. Wow. That might be intense. <laughs> I just really took this and ran with it. Right. I'm running so fast right now. Oh my god. That gosh. is hilarious. All right. Well, I look forward to horror <laughs> stories as we continue on. I'm gonna I'm gonna read some too. All right. Yes. Don't get it twisted. Definitely. It's because we gotta we gotta really spice it up baby we have a we have a lot of ground to cover so you know (laughs) (laughs) this week we were into something different okay like right that got a little dark but right never really heard a story like that so you know like look out we'll see see where it goes right and that's another episode of the podcast you already know where to find us sign me up podcast at gmail.com is our emails at sign me up podcast on social media i'm at sydney poppins too i'm cheeky bobby and that's another episode of sign me up podcast signing out